Thank you for getting ready to tune into a new episode of Shooting Lights Out from the Playmakers Bar Network and Shooting Lights Out. Would like to let you know that it's being brought to you by Liz. Liz.com. Get the most trending hardware that you can get with your favorite team logo on it at Liz.com. And for today, for the remaining hours of today, you can get free shipping over orders of over $24. That's use the promo code Liz24. That is L-I-D-S-2-4. That is L-I-D-S-2-4 for free shipping on your order in the United States for over $24. Also, Shooting license is being brought to you by Fanatics. Get you a fishing license, everything sportswear that you can get from hats to jerseys to sweatpants to t-shirt, whatever the case may be, and even duffel bags with Fanatics. And with today, also, you can get free shipping on your Fanatics order over orders over $24 in the United States. 24 Boat is the promo code. That is 24-B-O-L-T. For free shipping over orders over $24 in the United States. Thank you. And now it's time for shooting lights out. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing today on this Monday, January 23rd, 2023? It's your boy, the Playmaker, down there. The Playmaker Silas is in the building. I am in the building. Y'all can see me live on YouTube. Well, not live on YouTube, but on YouTube. For those of y'all watching on YouTube, if you listen to uh, us on Spotify, Stitcher, any podcast platform that you listen to, I'm greatly appreciate. I'm happy to be here right now. And we got some things to get into. I have a flavor file. I have a big flavor file. And it's a personal flavor file. Because I have done flavor files on teams and stretches and stuff. No, my flavor file consists of two teams who lost to one team. Two teams who lost to one team. That's my flavor file. And it's personal. It is very, very, very personal. I'm taking host and creative privilege on this one. Okay. No heat check. You're going to do around the hardwood. We're going to do flavor and foul and games. We're going to be done with it. But my flavor and foul is very, very personal. Okay? I'm a basketball fan. It's personal. <laughs> Nevertheless, y'all know how I roll. We're going ahead and we're going to uh, go around the hardwood as opposed to and get into it how we supposed to. And to begin around the hardwood, the big news that dropped today, just about an hour and a half ago, and as you can see, those of you who are watching on YouTube, Lakers agreed to deal for Wizards. Worry, how much you are? 
This is by Adrian Wojnarowski, the senior NBA insider for ESPN. The Lakers have agreed to a deal to acquire Washington Wizards forward Rory Hamachi Roy for Christian Nunn and three second-round picks. Sources tell ESPN. The deal includes a 2023 second-round pick via Chicago, the Lakers own the Lakers own in 2029, and the less favorable of the Warriors and Lakers 2028. Second round picks, sources say. Hachimura, 24, has grown unhappy without a rookie contract extension in the preseason and became less of a priority with the emergence of Kyle Kuzma in the Wizards' front courts. So the Lakers make us make a nice trade. I hate saying it because the Lakers. But in they added some size on the inside while right, getting ready some guard depth. Now, this is, if I'm being honest, this is a pretty good trade. You need some size. You know, Anthony Davis is making his way back, and the Lakers are starting to win some games, which I hate. But nevertheless, as part of this that I do for, for love and for a living, I got to be honest when honest is due. So Lakers making some moves. I can't knock him for it. Moving on, Dream acquire Alicia Gray in trade with the Wings. I did not see this coming, even though I didn't see a, I didn't see the other trades coming either. But the Atlanta Dream have attained guard Alicia Gray, the the 2017 WBA Rookie of the Year, the Tokyo Olympics three by three on three gold medalist, and they trade with the Dallas Wings. It was announced it was back on Saturday. In exchange, the Wings obtained the third overall selection in April's WNBA draft. They also had the number 11 pick, as well as the Atlanta, the Atlanta's 2025th first-round pick. General Manager of the Dream, Dan Pridover, says, adding Alicia Gray is a huge step for our organization, and we are all celebrating a big win today. She's one of the best two-way players two-way guards in the world and is and is in the prime of her career. The intensity the and her style of play will fit perfectly here in Atlanta. You talking about her and what she did, teaming with, you know, fellow Ricky of the year, Ryan Howard. That's going to be a dangerous backcourt with them two. Atlanta Dream making moves earlier. If you catch the last shooting lights up, my New York Liberty made some moves. Now all the eyes when it comes to the WNBA is focused on Brianna Stewart, who will be visiting the New York Liberty. I think Atlanta's on that list too, if I remember correctly. And I try to make sure I get a full look at who's all on here. See if I can find it real quick for you. It's the New York Liberty, the Seattle Storm, who she formerly played with, the Minnesota Lynx, and the Washington Mystics are on that list. Not the Atlanta Dream, but nevertheless, man, 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 it is something to behold with the WNBA season looming around, I believe, in May or June, but the WNBA draft is in April, so not, not far to go for the ladies, the professional ladies take the court and do what they got to do. Our next headline, 
UConn's Alisa Flood to miss some more time after re-injuring her knee. There's no clear timetable, and shout out to Alexa Philippoum for this. Uh, UConn's sophomore guard, Alisa Flood, would miss more time after re-injuring her knee Sunday against Georgetown. One game after she returned from a, for a five-and-a-half-week absence from the initial injury. No time, no timeline was released for first return, but Coach Gino Rims said Friday that there, there will be no surgery involved, and the team will see how she feels after having no weight bearing on the knee for two weeks. He called it a wait-and-see situation, emphasizing that each athlete's body responds differently to injuries. This has been a this been a very tough year for the UConn Huskies and Jim Ryan, but nevertheless, they still found ways to win games. They still find ways to win games. So you so you know Gino is gonna do what he gotta do to make sure his girls are ready to continue to rocking and rolling, even though they have been hit with the injury but left and right this season. Moving on, uh Villanova's Maddie Sarkis. Great school all-time scoring mark. Now, when we say all-time scoring mark, we're talking both men and women. And we're talking Villanova here, you know. Davi Divitenso, uh, Chris Jenkins. Uh, I mean, we can go on from stars from Villanova on the men's side, but it's a lady that has broken the all-time scoring mark at the school. Okay? This happened back on... January 20th, Maddie Sagar scored 23 points to become the all-time leading scorer at Villanova. And the, num- the, and the number 22nd ranked Wildcats used a stud defensive, a stud defense in the first half to, to set the tone for a 73-57 win over the Creighton Blue Jays in the Big East rematch on Friday night. Sets the leading scorer in women's Division I college basketball at almost 29 points a game, came into came into the rematch. 18-point shot of the record with 6.35 left in the fourth quarter. She just got the ball on the edge of the key, rolled to the middle, and knocked down the mid-jumper range over a double team to set the school scoring record, finished the game with 2,414 career points in 113 games. That is the record. Not for the women's side, but for the entire school that includes the men's and all the good teams that Coach Jay Wright had he had at that program before retiring. Not is any more points over that. Okay. Hello, let me make sure I can get going. So shout out to Maddie Shagish for accomplishing a very huge goal at the at the University of Villanova. Moving on, Sparks forward, K. Lewis Simonson joins Villanova staff. This is very interesting. Uh, this is coming from Nashville, Tennessee from the Associated Press. This was yesterday. Former UConn star and current WBA player, Kate Lewis Samuelson, has been hired as villain as Vanderbilt's director of player development for women's basketball. Samuelson, who plays for the Los Angeles Sports, will assist with recruiting and strategy for villain for Vanderbilt. Yeah, I still got Villanova Vanderbilt. During her offseason, the school announced Sunday. 
this is going to be interesting, you know. You know, Katie played for under General Rambo and the Yukon Huskies. They won the 2016 CAA tournament. When she was at the Huskies, she was conference player of the year in 2017 and 2018. She was the 10th player in Yukon history to record 2,000 points in her career, finishing fourth on the Huskies all-time scoring list. She was the fourth pick in the 2019 WNHF by the I want to say by Dallas, but she also played for Seattle. Now she's playing for the uh, Sparks. But during her offseason, she will be at Vanderbilt recruiting and strategizing to, to bring up the Lady Commodores basketball program. So this is a very nice move, a very good move. I am pleased to see the ladies giving back. It might not be to her actual school, which is UConn, because what Gina Ehrman has done, uh, really don't think you have to give back to that program because that program has a lot. But seeing that she's giving back to a program who, who, who needs some guidance, who needs some help, so I'm very happy to see that. Continuing on, Aaliyah Boston sets worker, so South Carolina's record with 73rd double-double. This was on yesterday. Aaliyah Boston show once more, her consistency is every bit as important as her enormous talent. Boston had her program record setting 73rd double-double with 13 points, 14 rebounds. That is number one, South Carolina moved to 20-0 with a dominating 92-47 victory over Arkansas on Sunday. Boston's coach Don Staley has watched the 6-5 All-American stay engaged and focused despite jerk defenses with three or four players aiming to limit her production. Very little has worked the past four seasons. Mentally tough, mentally strong. Those are the separators for a leader that Coach Staley has said. Boston takes the information and knows in the end she'll get better of things in the near in nearly every game. This is crazy. As of right now, most career double doubles in SEC history. She is currently third with 73, right behind Janet Harris from the University of Georgia with 78 back in 1982 through 85. And then above her is the great and Hall of Famous Sylvia Files from LSU back in 2005 to 2008 when she had 86 double doubles. Nevertheless, she still got a lot of games to go, so she still might break that record. She's only 13 back, and you still got the rest of the conference schedule, and you have the conference tournament and the NCAA tournament, so she has a lot of games to break that record. And she just might break the record. I don't see how she doesn't. There's a chance that she can break because she's just a double-double machine, and how do you stop? How do you stop her? How do you stop her? It remains to be seen that she will end her South Carolina career as the number one double-double machine in SEC history. We shall see. And then with that, we go to the recap of the ladies. No interesting games. We had a tobacco roll rivalry in the latest game when North Carolina hosted Duke in the top 20 showdown in Chapel Hill and the Lady Tar Heels did their thing, knocking off their rivals of Duke, 61-56. Going down to a top 10 matchup in the Pac-12 when Stanford ranked number four, hosting number eight Utah, and a very dominant performance by uh, Haley Jones and the Cardinals, 74-62 win over number eight. 
Stand in the Pac-12, we had an upset, ladies and gentlemen. Corvallis, Oregon was the site where the Oregon State Beavers hosted 23rd rank Oregon Ducks with a three-point win. The Beavers shocked the Ducks 68 to 65. That's on the ladies' side. And on the men's side, it was a busy week for the men's side. Starting off with Loyola, Merrimont, doing the unthinkable, doing the impossible. They go into Spokane, Washington. They go into Gonzaga, and they upset Gonzaga, 68-67 in Gonzaga's house, breaking a street that nobody thought would be broken. But they did. Number six ranked Gonzaga Bulldogs suffered a fourth, a fourth loss of the season. This one, the biggest one of all. And to the ACC, unranked dude, which is Real of seeing that Duke is unranked, but they are unranked and they took down 17 ranked Hurricanes of Miami 68 to 66. And then we head down to the Big 12 where number two Kansas was at home against TCU and good graces. I never heard Alf, Allen Fieldhouse be so quiet in all my days. Rod Jock Tayhart was not being chanted because TCU beat the brakes off the Kansas Jayhawks. They ain't just upset Kansas. They beat the brakes off Kansas. 83 to 60. This is what the home frauds did to the Jayhawks in the Jayhawks building. It was embarrassing. Embarrassing. Speaking of embarrassing, getting off embarrassing and coming back, is the Arizona Wildcats from the Pac-12 ranked 11 after they got destroyed in Eugene, Oregon by Oregon over the past week. They came back and took down fifth rank, the Bruins of UCLA, 58-52, to a much, a much-needed statement win for the Arizona Wildcats. Let the Pac-12 know, hey, 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 we might have lost to Oregon and it might not have been so present, but damn it. Y'all not crowning UCLA just yet. We still have something to say about it, and that they did in Arizona. Good win for the Arizona Wildcats. Let's see how UCLA bounces back. And then finally for our recap, and to finish around the hardwood, we have another upset in the Big 12. This one takes us to Stillwater, Oklahoma, where the Oklahoma State Cowboys hosted 12 point Iowa State 61-59. The Cyclones fell short of the Cowboys on the road. Big win for the Cowboys. Terrible loss for the Cyclones. That will conclude around our. Take a break. We'll be back. The Playmakers blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license. Sports gear, memorabilia, whether it's for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, or even International Soccer League, or even college sports. So whip your team, whip the hardware, get comfortable, because Fanatics is the way to go. Where sports fans shop and official license everything. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Fanatics is the place to go to get your sports gear. 
you mind building all that good stuff in for what time looming right now you can save on free u.s shipping on orders over 24 dollars that's the promo code two four b o l t that's two four b o l t free shipping on your orders over 24 dollars with fanatics now we got to get down to business because right now ladies and gentlemen I have a flavoring file to give out, and like I said earlier, this is a personal flavoring file. And as of you who are watching on YouTube, you see on your screen, you see two logos. You see the Memphis Grizzlies logo, and you see the Portland Trailblazers logo. This ain't the first time that I did multiple flagrant files when you got to see two logos on the screen. If you recall earlier when I started doing this, uh, I did the Bluegrass State with the Kentucky Wildcats and Louisville Cardinals. But that was different compared to what I'm doing today. These two teams lost to the same damn team in back-to-back -back games. And it's not the fact that they just lost to them, even though I can't stand the team that beat them. It's how they lost that hurts my goddamn nerves first off because we're gonna go in order we gonna definitely gonna we definitely gonna go in order here in the days first up is the goddamn mrs grizzlies you know uh let me go get it get it together let me do this right let me do this correctly because i am annoyed by this and yes i said annoyed okay so let's go back to Friday, January 20th, ladies and gentlemen. The Memphis Grizzlies was at Crypto.com Arena to face off with the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay? That's where we're going at. You see the final score here, those of you who are watching on YouTube and those of you who are listening to on whatever podcast platform that you listen to, I appreciate you listening to it. As you see here, the final score is... Memphis 121, Lakers 122. Now, if I go any further, for those of you who are wondering, do I hate the Lakers that much? Yes, I do. When does my hate with the Lakers started? We can go all the way back to when Shaq and Kobe. Excuse me. We can go all the way back when Shaq and Kobe was together. I just couldn't stand the Lakers. That's how far back my hate for the Lakers go. When Shaq and Kobe were together. So even though LeBron's with them, I can't stand him. That's why I don't like LeBron right now. Because he went to the damn Lakers. He shouldn't have went to the Lakers, but he did. Nevertheless, back to the mission at hand. This was the final score. Nobody's really talking about this game because a lot of other stuff happened. But I want you to see here, as those of you who are watching on YouTube, those who are listening in, I'm going to help you out. With over a minute to go in the third quarter, so this is 108 left in the third quarter. So you, the score was Memphis 88, Lakers 75. At this moment in time, the win probability for the Memphis Grizzlies was at 94.5. That means the win probability for the Lakers was at 5.5. Those of you who have trouble doing math. I will help you. So when you hear 5.5 win percentage for the Lakers, you're like, yeah, this game might be over. They're 13, 
about to go to the fourth quarter. And it is the Lakers. They haven't been all like that. But okay. 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 So 13 point lead in this. Let's see. 13 minutes and eight seconds left to go to the game. All right. I don't know when this started. But those of you who are watching on YouTube, those who, who know what happened during the Memphis and Grizzlies game, I don't know when this happened, but Steven Adams, Dylan Brooks, the entire Memphis Grizzlies, including John Moran, dad, all went at Sean Sharp, who had the headline for this incident here, that this became a meme. Those of you who are watching on YouTube, this right here has become a meme. But Sean Sharp did come on uh, Undisputed today and, and apologize to the Lakers, LeBron James, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Brooks, John Morant, to the FS1, to Fox. He did he did his apology as a professional on today's show. His first appearance back from his first appearance since this incident happened. This incident happened Friday night. He wasn't due back to see be seen on TV again until today. So he came on today. They talked about Cowboys and let's skip them now. Let's get out of the way. But, but before they ended that, Sammy went to their first commercial break and started offering an apology. Nevertheless, this is the meme that's been going around as of right now, thanks to Uncle Shay Shay. And this has been the talk of the game besides outside of the Lakers winning. Now, we mind you that they had a 13-point lead just before the fourth quarter. Going to the fourth quarter, with six and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter, the Grizzlies had a 103-95 lead. They had an eight-point lead. The one probably presented at this point in time is 91 and a half. At this point in time, the Lakers still don't have a winning probability of 10%. They still don't have a winning probability of 10% at this point in time. It is 8.5. You're down eight. Half the quarter is basically over. And within that half a quarter, you only shaved off, let me think, five points from the one-minute mark of the third quarter to halfway through the fourth quarter. That's seven. That's about six and a half, seven minutes, and you only can shave off five points. Those who do math correctly, I'm thinking you thinking exactly what I'm thinking. There's no way in the hell Memphis is gonna lose this game. I did a I did a heat check on them last week and gave them their flowers and like, yo, you better pay attention and watch out. This team is on a mission. They are tired of being disrespected. Like, hey, hey, Shannon Sharp said Dylan Brooks can't guard LeBron James. He's too small. Dylan Brooks said F you and all that other good stuff. And uh, this happened. This is what occurred. Between the two and the team with the Memphis Grizzlies, they came out. They was like, "Hey, you ain't gonna talk to our, you ain't gonna talk to our brother like that." When Shannon Sharp's like, "I take on as one of y'all, what the case may be." Okay. Nevertheless, it is the fourth quarter. We are six and a half minutes away, and the Grizzlies have an eight-point lead. Lakers have LeBron James. They don't have Anthony Davis. What's the rest was coming off the bench? And the shooters in the lineup. All the cases to the store. They are shorthanded, nevertheless. It is the Memphis Grizzlies who's been on a hot streak. At this point in time, the Memphis Grizzlies have won 11 straight games. And this was the final score. Lakers 122, Memphis 
121. The Lakers went on to score 41 in the fourth quarter. Outscored the Grizzlies 41 to 32. Memphis went into the fourth quarter with a 10, well, no, with an eight-point lead and blew it to the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James, 23 points, nine boards, six assists. He wasn't a player of the game. That would be Mr. Russell Westbrook. 29 points, 10 from 18 from the field, five boards and six assists. That 10 for 18, that is very efficient for those of you who don't understand. That is 55 and a half percent from the field. Westbrook was making sure he was making shots. 55 and a half from the field is good for Morrison Westbrook, especially, especially coming off the bench as he does, to drop 29 points and still give you five boys and six assists. And LeBron James, 23 points, nine boys, six assists. Combine these two here, combined for what? 52 points, 14 boards and 12 assists. I don't care what John Morant did. I don't care what David Bank. I don't care what nothing the Mr. Griffith is. All I care about is the fact that y'all blew a lead to the Los Angeles Lakers. And you lost. As my good buddy Cole Sports would say, the Memphis Grizzlies took this L. And I hate it. He took an L. And I hate it. That was Friday. That was Friday. Why you guys were watching, and including myself, why we were watching the division around of the playoffs on yesterday. The Lakers took this win into Portland. The face off with Dame Dollar and the Portland Trailblazers. This is the final score. Lakers 121, Portland 112. Lakers won by nine. Why do I have a problem with this? Lakers won by nine. I don't I'm not understanding. I don't know. Uh, another situation happened with the Lakers. This time between the point guards of Patrick Beverly and Dave. Those of you who see on the screen. Those who can barely see it on YouTube, the Lakers were trailing 38 to 40. Over seven and a half minutes in the second quarter when Dame Dollar was at the free throw line before him and Patrick Bell got to it and Pat Bell got teed up. Two-point game, second quarter. Got it. Two-point game, second quarter. Dame Dollar was at the free throw line. At the nine-minute mark in the third quarter, the Portland Trailblazers was up 78 to 53. That is a 25-point lead. This is after this took place in the second quarter. 
We going for the second quarter. Lakers down two with Dame Dollar at free throw line. To the third quarter when Portland Trailblazers has a 25-point lead in the third quarter with a win probability of 99.2. That means the Lakers have a point eight. 0.8% of coming back and winning this game. At the 9-18 mark of the third quarter, knowing there's a whole nother fourth quarter to go. So they say, even with the extra 12 minutes, which is two, which is 21 minutes and 18 seconds. Even with the 21 minutes and 18 seconds, they are telling you that the Lakers have a 0.8% chance of winning this game down 25 in the third. All right. This was the end result. Lakers 121, Trailblazers 112. It was a 34 point turnaround for the Lakers to pull out the point eight percent win probability. The Blazers outscored the Lakers 45 to 13 in the second quarter. The Lakers in return responded in the second half by dropping 75 points in the second half to the Grizzlies 42. I'm going to say that again. The Lakers outscored the Trailblazers in the seven, in the second half. 75 to 41. A 34 point turnaround to make the 0.8% probability a 100% probability win for the Los Angeles Lakers. And with this game, King James was the man. 37 points, 11 boards. But he had help. Thomas Bryant. Career high. 31 points. 12 from 15 from the field with 14 rebounds. For those of you who are wanting, being 12 from 15 from the field, that is 80% shooting from the field. 80% from the field, 31 points, 14 boys from the center. That is replacing Anthony Davis and Thomas Bryant helped LeBron, who had 37 and 11. These two guys combined for 68 points. And 25 rebounds. As the Portland Trailblazers gave their home crowd a very, very, very disappointing game. A very, very disappointing Sunday. Because you had a 25-point lead. And you let the Lakers outscore you 34 points to lose at home. 
at home. At freaking home. So, as I sit here, and I'm going back to my first slide here because this is why I put them both on the same goddamn slide in the same freaking file. The Memphis Grizzlies and the Portland Trailblazers. You guys are getting a big ass flagrant foul for me because that pissed me off to know that in back-to-back games with the Lakers, with games that I had a feeling they was going to lose, you two numbskulls of an organization let them come back and win. At times when they had less than 10% chance of winning. The Grizzlies had a 13-point lead in the third quarter. The damn Trailblazers had a 25-point lead in the third quarter. And both of y'all ended up with goddamn L's. I'm done with y'all. The Playmakers Bar is probably to announce that it's letter the partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it is your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch breaking news live when it happens and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. Plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus, Mountains of the Entertainment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shooting Lights Up. Paramount Plus is another sponsor, not only for Shooting Lights Up, but for the Playmakers Ball Sports Network. I'm happy to have these, these uh, partnership deals with Paramount Plus, Fernandez, and Liz.com. So if you want to do your shopping or you want to get streaming service, go ahead, hit, hit the links that we got in the show descriptions and uh, do all that. Also, follow us on all platforms. You can follow us on uh, follow us on our YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to the Playmaker Bot website. Subscribe to whatever uh, streaming site that you love listening to podcasts on, and follow us on all social media platforms as well. So, with that being said, as we get ready to wrap up here for this to, for today's show, got some games for you to watch. Starting off with the men's college basketball tonight, nine PM ESPN. They have a Big Twelve. Top, top 25 showdown when the uh, Kansas Jayhawks looking to bounce back off that devastating ass whooping that they took to TCU at home. Now they on the road. They in Waco, Texas to take on 21st White Baylor. That is 9 p.m. tonight on ESPN. Then tomorrow, sticking with the Big 12 at 9 p.m. on ESPNU, we have a top 15 showdown when Iowa State takes on 13-1 Kansas State on Wednesday. The 25th of January, Big East battle with the number eight, Xavier Musketeers, taking on the 15 ranked UConn Huskies, who need, who need a win, who need to finally get bounced back. And then on the 26th, the Thursday, the 26th, the battle for LA is up for grabs on ESPN2 at 9 p.m. when the UCLA Bruins face off with the USC Chosen. That is on the men's side. Let's switch over to the ladies' side when we have We Backpack. That is the Pet Summit. A uh, little invitational. We're gonna kick it off at ESPN two seven p.m. with uh, on tonight, where 
Number 10, Iowa, we're taking on number two, our Oklahoma State. I mean, not Oklahoma State, but Ohio State. Let's see how the Hawkeyes and the Buckeyes go with it there. On the Big Ten Network at 8.15 p.m., Indiana, Michigan, and our Michigan at the top 15 showdown between Big Ten schools. So the Big Ten got, got some important games going on tonight. On the 25th, ladies and gentlemen, we have the Red River Showdown, Lady Style, when Oklahoma goes to Austin, Texas, and the face song with the Texas Longhorns, 8 p.m. on the Longhorn Network. Then on a, on Thursday, the 26th, the Michigan Wolverines, after they face off against Indiana at home, they go on the road to face off with the Maryland Terrapins and another rank versus rank showdown for the Big Ten. After that, we go back to the Wee Backpack Invitation to Win. We have the rivalry. Uh, Gina Oriyama and the Yukon Husky facing off against the Tennessee Volunteers. That should be interesting to watch. In a conflict between the SEC and the Big East, Yukon and Lady Volunteers should be a doozy one at 8 p.m. on ESPN on the 26th. Also at 8 p.m. on the 26th on the ACC Network, we have a top 15 showdown <clears throat> when the Virginia Tech Huskies face off with the Duke Blue Devils at Cambrian Indoors. And last but not least, to wrap up the games tomorrow for the ladies' side, we have a top 10 showdown when Ohio State goes into Assembly Hall to face off against the Indiana Hoosiers. That's your ladies' games to watch. And then finally, the NBA on the NBA side. It's not on here, but tonight I will. I want to mention this for tonight. You do have the Memphis Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies going against the Sacramento Kings tonight. So you can find that game, watch that game. But tomorrow is where the fun begins. Because tomorrow, as those of you who are watching, on YouTube, beginning at 7.30 on TNT, the Boston Celtics is in South Beach to take on the Miami Heat, a rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals. Also at 7.30 at Madison Square Garden, the New York Knicks looking to stop this losing streak that they have. They have, four, they have lost four in a row, but they're taking on a very dangerous, a very talented, and a very motivated Cleveland Cavaliers with Donovan Mitchell, Darius Gowland, and Jonathan Allen. At 8 p.m. down in the Big East of New Orleans, Louisiana, Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans are hosting Nokia Jokic, Jamar Murray, and the Denver Nuggets. That's at 8 p.m. And our second game on TNT is the Battle for LA. I want is this part is this part three or part four? I'm thinking part three right now. It is Paul Joel, who has returned for energy along with Kawhi Leonard, taking on LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers have won two in a row. The Los Angeles Clippers have beaten they they have beaten the teen husband who's been owning their ass for quite some time. And Luka Dungeon and Dallas Mavericks, so they come up and win on that one. This is gonna be interesting. 10 p.m. TNT tomorrow night. And then Wednesday. Wednesday is loaded as well. Oh, Wednesday is loaded as well. When you get to Wednesday, begin your day on ESPN at 7:30. When it's the Brooklyn Nets minus Kevin Durant for the time being, coming off a big win in San Francisco, beating Golden State Warriors. Last night, they are in Philly on Wednesday to take on Joel and D. James Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers. That is on ESPN. At 8 p.m., up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, as Giannis and the Bucks face off against Nikhil Jokic and the Denver Nuggets. Also at 8, down in New Orleans, Louisiana, we have the Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans hosting Anthony Edwards and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And to cap off the night for tomorrow for you on ESPN at 10 p.m. after next 76ers, we have John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies looking to bounce back after taking that terrible loss to the Los Angeles Clip for the Los Angeles Lakers. 
They are in the Bay Area to take on Golden State with Steph Curry back in the lineup. It is John Moran versus Steph Curry. It's a game to watch, the game to pay, to, to pay attention to. So those are the games to watch for today through Thursday, whether it's college basketball with the men's or the ladies or in the NBA. So thank you for tuning in. Remember, follow us on any platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you can find us. Follow our YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to see, if you want to shop for some sports wear, click our link for Fanatics. Click our link for Liz. Once again, save on any orders. That is $24 or up on in the United States with with the promo code that you have seen throughout this throughout the show, or do you heard of for Fernandez? It is twenty four bolt. That is two four B O L T. And for Liz.com, it is Liz twenty four. That is L I D S two four. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Playmaker signing out. Catch y'all later. Good. You've done great, but you can't stop here. You can't stop now. You gotta keep going through all your trials and your tribulations. You gotta keep pushing. Now, finish your camp. Yeah, gotta get it out the mud. That's the only way to win. Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen? Been through the ups and downs like the letter N. They don't let you through the dope. Better kick that again. Cause that's the only way to win. That's the only way to go. Gotta get it out the mud. Gotta get it out the flow. Cause that's the only way to go. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you want to follow the podcast, you can follow it on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole lot more. This has been Shooting Lights Out. Masterpiece.